Forget everything you've ever heard about dieting. What if you could eat the foods you love and find a way to get fit that was actually enjoyable? Welcome to Have It All with Devin Alexander. The chef from TV's Biggest Loser has lost 70 pounds and kept it off for over 30 years. She has also helped others to stop yo-yo dieting and actually transformed their lives. Now, here's your host, Devin Alexander. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. Uh, Today's guest is awesome. I have known her for over a decade. Um, I'm going to do a proper introduction in a few minutes after I fill you in on my life, but her name is Kim Lyons. Many of you know her from NBC's Biggest Loser, but that's just a teeny, teeny, tiny portion of what she's done over the years. Um, So as I said, I'll bring her in in a few minutes. First, I'm going to update you on my baby situation. So for those of you who've been following, you know that I've decided to become a foster mom. And I rushed through the process uh, in hopes of being the foster and then adoptive mom to a newborn baby girl. And uh, back on August 24th, I got, I did everything I had to do. I baby proofed my house to the nines, which was crazy. I had tons of girlfriends come over and help me out with that. Had these happy quote baby hours because I was so stressed from it. And then my social worker went on vacation Uh, for four and a half weeks. So by the time I actually got certified and got quote on the list, it was October 26th, which as you know, was just about, well, it'll be three weeks tomorrow. And literally at that time, I thought at any moment they could call me with the baby girl. Like they basically call you and tell you the situation, like why the child was taken away and give you as many specs as they have. You know, in this case, the baby will have just been born probably. And then you basically have three minutes on the phone to say yes or no. You want that child or not, or you'll wait for the next child to come up. And so, as I said, I thought that we were going to get this call any minute. I already have a car seat in my car, which is the weirdest thing for a single woman driving around with a car seat. And people are like, Whoa. so I've got to explain this to everyone who knows me. And I, cause I was kind of keeping it secret for a while, uh, And then two weeks go by, which there are 35,000 kids in the Los Angeles County system. So it's like you get calls quickly from what I've heard. And there were people who were getting like seven calls in three days and, and they were trying to push boys on them when they wanted girls because they were super desperate to find a home for a boy. And so I was all prepared for this, all prepared to like stand my ground. I want a girl. There's a pink, you know, nursery downstairs and I didn't get any calls. So then I find out that while I'm on the list, my matching criteria is not in the computer, which means that when they type in newborn baby girl, my name doesn't come up. So I got to the bottom of that just over, well, I guess about a week ago. And so now I'm waiting to be on the list again. I mean, I was never on the list. I mean, I I was on the list. I'm approved, all of that. But now I've got to wait for someone in the county to actually do that. So that's where it stands. As soon as that happens, then I could have a baby any day. But so that uh, two weeks ago when I committed the ultimate radio faux pas and actually had my phone on, it was all for naught. So I'm back to, okay, it's not happening immediately, but still I could seriously have a baby before Thanksgiving or it could take until January or longer. So kind of crazy, but that's where I am. And I just wanted you to know that I'm, you know, excited and and on edge and going about life. But for me, that's super weird because 
I told my publicist not to send me to New York to do any TV. And, you know, I've, I've lived a selfish life for a really long time that I could do anything I wanted. And now I don't even have the baby and I'm waiting. But in the meantime, here I am excited to be with you and to be excited with uh, to be with Kim Lyons, who I have not seen in way too long. For those who don't know, she has over 17 years as experience as a personal trainer. She's a former IFBB pro fitness competitor and trainer on the hit show, The Biggest Loser. Um, I got to meet Kim when she worked at Weeder as an athlete. She was this killer athlete while I was an assistant at the magazine, like, I think it was like 15 plus years ago. She's quickly become an icon in the health and fitness arena. She's armed with a positive attitude and a winning smile. She's inspired a nation to achieve their goals of living a happy, healthy lifestyle. And I have a story for you that's personal about that. With her unique combination of proper nutrition and effective exercise program, Kim has helped inspire a nation to live a healthier lifestyle. Kim understands the psychological and practical barriers facing those starting a new program and offers simple strategies to help anyone understand their potential from a physical, mental, and emotional perspective. Her first book, Your Body, Your Life, published by Sterling, made a strong appearance on all major bookstore shelves in January of 2008. She's also featured in the best-selling Biggest Loser Cookbook, The Biggest Loser Fitness Program, and The Biggest Loser Workout DVDs. Kim has been featured on leading broadcast programs and print publications, including The Today Show, Access Hollywood, E.T., Larry King Live, The Insider, MTV, Extra People Magazine, TV Guide, U.S. Weekly, Los Angeles Times, Self, Allure, Women's World, Muscle and Fitness, and many more. And she's written, I mean, I'm just going to stop there because this is getting ridiculous. But on top of all of that, she is a mom. She helps people with prenatal exercise. She helps people like me who thought they wanted to lose 10 pounds, have sanity. And uh, so welcome, Kim. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stop there and welcome you because otherwise it's gonna take the whole hour. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I was like, no, don't read the whole bio. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's it's so funny. You hit the nail on the head there, Devin, when you said, you know, so long ago you or, or you were living such a selfish life, and it's you know, it's it's funny how as a young trainer, I worked with so many moms, and you know, I just. I didn't understand. What do you mean you don't have an hour to get to the gym? Oh, what do you mean you're not food prep and you don't have time? And there are so many things that change when you become a mom. And it's such a positive change. It's a good thing. But now you, you can't just up and go and you can't just do what you want, when you want, how you want on your time frame. It's about, you know, bedtime that takes a couple hours and homework and packing lunches and things. And it's such a, a different meaning. But for me, it puts so many things into perspective and it was a very positive change. It's funny that you say that because I have these fantasies. I mean, I know, like, I'm not, obviously, I'm not going to have been pregnant. So, but I've already, like, looked up the stroller moms, like, in our neighborhood. As you know, I live really close to Kim. Um, they have these stroller workouts where the moms, like, you see them on the strand for years. I've been like, oh, my God, those moms are amazing. They're working out with their babies all in a line. And, uh, you know, so I have that plotted out. I have five different baby carriers <laughs> because I, you know, I, I think, you know, I mean, the reason, so Kim also has this killer, like, I swear I could have gone on for days with her bio, but she has this killer gym in town that everybody loves. And I was going to, and then I was in a car accident and haven't been able to like really work out gym style. And I'm a little worried to be honest that my baby, like, 
the way things pull on me, like I can't even wear certain bras without giving me a raging headache. So I'm like equipped with every baby car carrier known <laughs> to mankind so that I could actually be able to carry the baby and go for walks and do things. <laughs> Well, don't underestimate the power of the stroller. Don't worry. <laughs> There's a lot of good ones out there. You'll be doing plenty of lifting and carrying. Make sure you balance it with the stroller. <laughs> uh, yeah. See, I was thinking like, oh, it's like oh, like carrying weights. You know, if I just take a walk with weights, it would be as good as like I can't run anymore. So it would be as good as running. But Definitely. You, you will get a workout for sure. <laughs> Yeah, so I basically, I guess the story that I should really tell people is, and I don't know if you remember that, but Kim really has played a huge role in my life. Like one of the things that I like about her is that so many trainers, you know, they look like Kim, amazing, um, and they just don't get other people, and they don't really get, as you said, you know, like lifestyle changes and things. And you and I were at this event uh, called White Light, White Night, and I was telling you that I wanted to lose 10 pounds at a time that I was in the same weight that I'd been at 17 years. And you, or that I've now, with the exception of a couple pounds up from the accident, like 17 years I maintained my weight after weighing 200 pounds like forever ago. And you said to me, do you really want to lose 10 pounds? And I looked at you like, what? And you're like, think about, do you remember this? Or do, or do you have any idea where I'm going? Yes, I do remember it. <laughs> yeah. You probably you probably give the same great advice to tons of women because tons of women like me were probably whining about the same 10 pounds for 15 years. But basically, um, you were like, do you really want to lose 10 pounds? Because once you lose them 10 pounds, you know what that's going to take to keep it off. And you were like, instead of beating yourself up, like really decide, do you want to lose 10 pounds and go do that and adapt that new lifestyle or just freaking be happy where you are? Except you said it so much nicer than that. And I was like, wow, like it, it was just such amazing advice because you're right. The only time in my life that I'd ever weighed 10 pounds less, I was so obsessed. Like I literally could never eat ketchup and I was working out two hours a day and I couldn't go on vacation for with friends for fear that I would gain weight. And I'm like, I am actually happy now. Like I don't have rolls of fat over my clothes. I don't have this. I don't have that. Like, why don't I just shut up? And like that moment was so poignant for me and it's lived with me. And I think of you all the time, even though I like, I don't know what my problem is. I haven't seen you. Um, but <laughs> could you talk a little bit about like where that brilliance came from? Well, you know, it's, it's really interesting to me when I talk to people over the 17 years, I've really learned what people want to make changes and what people just don't, aren't ready to make changes. And that's not necessarily a bad thing at all. It's a matter of you have to be happy with yourself and focus on what you love. And I'll go back to a story that was really influential for me as a trainer. And I was working with Pam. I don't know if you remember her. Um, it was season three, long oh, time yeah. ago. And, uh -huh. um, you know, she had lost an incredible amount of weight. And then she had, she got kicked off the show and went home and, you know, this was my first season on The Biggest Losers, so I wasn't ready. Like, when they went home, I was like, no, 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 you're not done. I'm not done with you. And it was almost like a panic. And so I would completely train them at home, uh, you know, via phone or Skype or whatever. And, and while I was training them on The Biggest Loser, and, you know, that schedule was nuts. But with Pam, the finale ended. She did amazing. And, you know, she, to me, she still wasn't done. I was like, Pam, you know, you got to keep going. You can do this. You can do this. And... She told me one day, she was like, Kim, she goes, I just ran a triathlon. I 
go to the pool with my children, and I feel good about me. I'm done. I'm at my goal. I'm where I want to be. And in my little trainer mind, I was like, no, you still got 30 pounds to lose. And she was like, no, I'm at my goal. I'm happy. I'm so happy. I've never been this happy in my entire life. And I kind of had to take a step back and go, wow, that's awesome. She's there. She's where she wants to be. It's not what my goal is about. It's what her goal is about. And she had reached that goal. And that was really an enlightening moment for me as a trainer to learn to understand what other people's goals are and to help them understand what their goals were before I pushed what I thought their goals should be on them. And you know, with that said, a lot of people don't understand their potential and they do need to be pushed to that next level. But at the same time, when I see women that are healthy, they're happy, they're living a healthy lifestyle, they're doing all the right things. At that point, it's like, you know, let go of the perfection that we have perceived in our mind and go, am I happy? Am I healthy? Am I forming healthy habits? Am I, am I where I want to be? And sometimes the answer is yes. And sometimes they're like, heck no, I know I can do more. I got, I got these extra 15, 20 pounds, you know, that I can get off and, and I want to do it. And at that point, I'm like, yeah, let's do it then, you know. Um, but it is it's about a lot of times just understanding what your goals are and really sitting down and, you know, going through that mentally before you start attacking, tackling it physically. Well, it's funny that you say that because to be honest, like right after you like lifted that weight from me, um, because I really had always, you know, lived that perfectionistic, like, I want to look like Kim. I want to be pure muscle. And like, yeah, okay. But I also, you know, as you know, I mean, we've jumped on planes together. And really for me to make the impact in the world that I want to make, like I'm cooking, I'm doing extra things. And so really without giving up my career and my passion and my unique ability and my, you know, love for helping other people be normal, um, I was never going to be able to get to that place. And it was funny because after you said that and after I let go of that, I was just like, no, this is the choice I'm making. Like I I am a size four. That's plenty good enough. And people literally started going, how are you aging in the wrong way? And like, I think there was such a lightness to me that I suddenly just looked better and I definitely felt better. And you know, a lot of the times that's when the extra pounds come off because you take that stress off yourself, you know, and and it's funny how that works. And you know, I, I definitely don't want to make excuses for people that do need to lose weight because trust me, a lot of people in this you know, as you know all too well, a lot of people in this country need to lose weight for health reasons. They're not right. carrying healthy yeah. weight. But I look at a lot of people, and, and you fall right in this category where you eat healthy, you exercise, you're out there playing, you know, your tennis all the time, <laughs> the tennis. You're, you're active, you're healthy, and you look good. And yet that self-love that is so difficult to achieve is something that not enough people work on. And sometimes we do as women, we need to stand in front of the mirror in a flattering pose, not, you know, rolling over in our least unflattering, squeezing spots and going, oh, I hate this or this. We need to stand in the mirror naked and we need to go, you know what? My body is a really amazing machine and I'm proud of it and I love it and I'm going to eat healthy and I'm going to keep exercising and let the rest go. Right. Yeah. And so you're absolutely right. Like I saw this article in the New York Times yesterday where, you know, there's so many debate. I know this is a really touchy subject, but there was another study that came out that there's no such thing as being like really overweight. Like if your BMI is over 30, um, percent, I guess, um, or yeah, if it's over 30, not percent. Um, but if it's over 30, you 
can't be healthy. Like it's physically impossible um, for your heart not to be taxed more, for you not to get, you know, at risk for many more diseases. So, I mean, obviously it's super important to for us to talk about that. We have about two minutes to the break, so I don't want to completely launch into that yet, but as soon as we come back, I do want to address the people like Pam, like the Biggest Loser contestants, like people at home who like really need to take those first steps and how to get started. Um, but in two minutes or less, I'd love to hear what you're up to right now. I know there's a lot, a lot, a lot, but if you could just give me a quick um, quick lowdown on the, the latest and greatest of Kim. Yeah, well, I actually, today was the first day, ironically, it landed on this interview, um, that my Bionic Body Fitness app launched. And my goal with the app was literally small, simple changes and a place to give someone uh, to look for easy exercises they can do, look for 10-minute workouts they can do, and look for recipes that they can make. And we got to talk about the recipe part, Devin, because this is is where I kind of need your help. Oh, I'm I'm all for it. Right? And just, you know, and just like you've done... Simple, simple things, simple solutions. And I think the world makes exercise and nutrition so complicated. And there's all these numbers and calculating and this, that, and the other. It's like, no, just eat healthy recipes in their proper portion sizes and move for 10 minutes a day. Like dedicate 10 minutes a day to yourself 100% to just move aggressively, get your blood flowing. So that's really what the app is all about. And it's just, it's in Android and Apple stores under Bionic Body Fitness. So I'm excited about it. That is awesome. Okay, everybody, during the break, we're going to break, but download the app. I'm going to do that. And when we come back, we're going to talk about holiday uh, this time of year and what to do to wade through it. We're going to get way more from Kim about whether if you're really struggling. And then if you want, remember, you can always call in. But whatever you do, make sure you download that app. We'll see you in a minute. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Tune in to the Spotlight with Tony D'Urso and special VIP co-hosts for an entertaining and thought-provoking weekly discussion with some of the top stars in their fields, from business, sports, and science to entertainment, music, literature, and current events. If you're looking for what's next and comparing it to what's now or what's past, look no further than The Spotlight with Tony D'Urso every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save $20 today with coupon code VAH639. 
639 at Freshly.com. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. You are listening to Have It All with Devin Alexander. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com. Now, back to Have It All. Hey, everyone. I am so excited to be back with Kim Lyons. Many of you know her from Biggest Loser. She was a trainer on there. And you've probably seen her products in all sorts of stores. She has a gym. She's a mom. She's just, I, I, I mean, she's been on TV everywhere. She has a book. She's just all-around rock star. And I just out- downloaded her fitness app. Woo-hoo! Um, Bionic Body for any who are uh, interested in doing that, which, of course, we all are. Um, but Kim, so before the break, we were talking about people like me who used to beat themselves up for that extra 10 pounds. Uh, I would love to start, you know, addressing, I mean, we're in that time of year where people, you know, ate a little too much on uh, Halloween and now Thanksgiving is coming up and some people are plotting that binge. But what do we do? Like, what is your best advice for those people who, I mean, honestly, I kind of rev it up at this time of year. I'm super weird. But for people who, you know, need to be motivated and they're overwhelmed with their children and they're overwhelmed with the holiday shopping, like, what do we do? So, you know, this is where I come in. I'm just incredibly practical. And I think my most valuable piece of advice, which again, complete simplicity, is if it doesn't taste that good or it's not worth it, put it down. You know, the neighbors bring over Christmas cookies, you grab nibbles here and there, there's sugary treats everywhere, and a lot of the times they look pretty, but they don't taste near as good as they look. And what happens is you pick it up and you take a bite and you're like, ah, it's okay. Don't finish it. Do not feel guilty to go over to the trash can, save yourself, and throw it away. You know, half the fun with making Christmas treats and cookies and things is to give them away to your neighbors. And that goes for, you know, the the neighbors that bring them to you. They're doing it because they love you and they want to show that they love you and they have fun making them. It doesn't mean that you have to love and eat every cookie on that plate. Do not feel guilty to pick up the whole plate and throw it in the trash. I know that sounds terrible, but they'll never know. (laughs) Right. Well, no, it doesn't sound terrible. Like... Well, if it's not worth it, don't eat it. (laughs) Well, and that's sort of, like, one of my, it's so funny, because I completely agree with you. It's like, when I go somewhere and something isn't that good, I know because I do cook, I can make it better at home. So that's sort of always where I feel so empowered. And on Thanksgiving dinner, like, I literally will take, like, a tablespoon of stuffing and a tablespoon, I mean, maybe a little bit more, like, two bites of everything and try it all. And then whatever's good, I'd go and get like a real serving, but the rest of it, cause that way you don't in front of the hostess, you don't feel like you're throwing stuff away. You're just like exploring everything. And then you're like, Oh my God, that was so good. I have to have more. And they're flattered. Exactly. You <laughs> yeah. And you know, it really, it's it, when it comes to Thanksgiving, I tell people, you know, you don't have to eat everything in one setting. And that's what so many people do. And then you make yourself sick and you feel horrible. Instead, just eat a normal meal and have normal portion sizes 
And then you can go back in two hours and have more. There's always leftovers, and you're going to enjoy it more if you eat a little less and don't make yourself sick, and you actually get to enjoy the pumpkin pie at the end. You know, then then it's just it's better for your body. Just don't disrespect your body and cram it with mad amounts of food that it just simply can't digest. You know, and then another tip with that is, you know, I'm really big on just going with high quality food. You know, when you're cooking your Thanksgiving dinner, yet don't try and substitute the butter and try and use something else, but use real grass-fed butter. When, you know, you're going to put cream in things, use quality organic cream from grass-fed cows. You know, spend a little extra on your turkey to make sure that it was humanely raised. And that way you're going to appreciate everything a little bit more. It's going to taste better, and you're not going to feel the need to overdo everything. Well, that, and I'm sure you agree with this, but so many people don't eat all morning. And I try to convince people that that is the sumo. I mean, I, I, it's this is true, but I'm sure you know this. It's like, that's the sumo wrestler diet. Like, that's how sumo wrestlers pack on pounds. You don't eat all day and then you binge like at four or midnight or whatever it is. So I just, I try, oh, actually, I put out green juices right now. Every Monday and Friday, I have a new green juice recipe. Um, so, you know, people like, let's, get those and have that in the morning with maybe an egg white scramble. And, and then, you know, so you're not like walking into dinner, like raw ravished. <laughs> exactly. And you know, that's, that's, I've, I've got my whole family coming over for Thanksgiving and little do they know I have an entire itinerary plan, but I put just as much effort into Thanksgiving day breakfast as I do into the Thanksgiving dinner, because it is so important to get up, have a healthy breakfast, Go for a walk. Go outside. We're going to go up to the Terranea and go hiking around up there. And then come home and, you know, eat at a good time, like 2 or 3 in the afternoon rather than waiting till you know, late, late, late. And um, and then, you know, you can get really two Thanksgiving dinners because it goes back to the half small portion sizes and have a little extra before you go to bed. So, um, but, yeah, I think eating breakfast is just critical and getting outside and walking around so that your, your metabolism is revved up for the day. Totally. So what, so let's go into the exercise portion being that you are a trainer. What do you like, what do you tell people who are like, I'm too busy. I mean, you're a mom, you have to holiday shop, you have to do all of that. Like, how do you fit it in from November 1st through the end of the year? So this time of year, yeah, extra busy. But my goal is always to tell people, you know, don't necessarily try and fit exercise in here or, you know, make an effort to go exercise, make exercise a part of your everyday routine. And so instead of, you know, you've heard this a million times, when you go to the mall, park farther away, everybody knows that tip, but nobody does it. And it drives me crazy. It's like, oh yeah, I've heard that a million times. I'm like, yeah, but do you do it? (laughs) Most of the time the answer is no. You know, taking the stairs and even as we talk now, you know, I'm actually walking around. I'm not sitting sedentary and I've made a goal every time I talk on the phone especially to my mom because she she's a chatter, then I'm doing stationary lunges or I'm doing glute lifts to the back. Every second of the day, I have to utilize and get in little tiny things. If I'm, you know, doing uh, 30 seconds in the microwave, that's enough time to do 30 squats. So you right. really have to fit little things in throughout the day and constantly be making it fun for yourself. Don't think of it as, oh, my gosh, I have to go exercise. No, think of it as, okay, I got 10 minutes, I got to do this call, I know it's going to take a while, I'm going to go walk around the block when I do it. Um, There's just so many things that you can do throughout the day to get yourself more active. And then on two or three days of the week, make that time for yourself because you deserve it, not because it's a hassle, not because it's something you have to do and blah, 
you know, tell yourself, say, God, I need an hour so that I can be more productive. I'm going to get up a little bit earlier that day and I'm going to go for a 30 minute jog or I'm going to get up an hour early and go for a nice me time workout at the gym. But carve out time because you want it and then let the guilt go. If there is certain weeks where if you've got family in town and there's a week where you really just simply can't go to the gym, let it go. It's okay. That week is not going to make or break you. But that means that you have to make up for it in other areas, whether that's including exercise throughout your day or just eating a little bit less. And this is part of the reason I love you so much. I just, I mean, I love your sensible advice. And, you know, I always tell people when you're doing your Christmas shopping, instead of making that a big stress thing, try to do it with a friend and do a couple laps around the mall. Because <laughs> yeah, I know, I mean, you know, there's little things you, you can do. Yeah, you and I are... Uh, super lucky that we live where we live and, you know, we can just pop outside and uh, all of that. But obviously for those who can't, you know, no excuses, no excuses, people. Yeah, there's always somewhere you can go to be active. And I mean, I can kick anybody's butt in a 10 foot by 10 foot space. I don't need a lot of room. <laughs> I mean, if you can do some some jumping jacks and you can do some push-ups and some dips, I mean, you can get a fantastic workout at home. And even if you're just watching TV, you know, don't just sit there and watch TV. Get down on the floor. Do some stretches. Do some crunches. Do some planks. Make, you know, make all those little tips that you've heard 500 times. Actually try them. Do them. Apply them into your life. And it makes such a difference. Now, for people who are, like, uber stuck, like, I kind of want to go to your biggest success story of, of um sorts, I guess. What if you're totally super stuck? I mean, obviously, it's these little things. Is there anything that you can get people to tell themselves that's super deep that you know can change things? Um, I'm not sure I understand the question. Like, in what terms? You know, some people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. And then they don't do it and they beat themselves up. Do you have any suggestions for, you know, someone who just doesn't, who doesn't do those things? Yeah, you know, and, and there's a lot of people that, that struggle with that, the just getting started point. And I tell them that you have to do it first thing in the day. You have to get up, you have to roll out of bed, and you have to throw on a ball cap or do something. Get out your front door. I don't care if it's two degrees. Throw on a big puffy jacket and you get out the door and tell yourself you're going to walk for 10 minutes. And if you walk for 10 minutes and you don't want to walk anymore, then that's great. Come back. If you start feeling better, then keep going. And most of the time, that's what happens. But it's taking that first step, and everybody knows how to walk. Everybody. Get out the door and just get started. And um, I actually I had a client one time that literally she had about 200, 200 plus pounds to lose. And she worked out every single day. And, you know, it was, it was tough. She had a lot, a lot, a lot of things that she was dealing with. And I asked her, I said, what motivates you to do this every day? And I mean, she never missed a day, never. And I said, what, what motivates you? And she said, you know, Kim, she goes, every time I exercise, I feel better. So whenever I didn't want to exercise, I asked myself, why the heck wouldn't you do something that you know you're going to feel better after you yeah. do it? Yeah. And she said, you know, she goes, so there, there were those days, she's like, where I didn't want to go. But she says, I asked myself that one simple question and knowing that it was going to make me feel better is what drove me to do it every single day. And it was such a simple answer, but yet so true, you know, and, and that's where people just have to realize that it is going to make you feel better, no matter how hard it is to get started. You just have to do it and you have to force yourself to, to take that first step. 
It's so true. And, you know, it's funny that you said first thing in the morning because when I go through my phases where, I mean, you know, I play beach tennis all weekend. I, you know, belong to a tennis club and I'm playing that. I'm on a USTA team. So, I mean, I do do a lot of stuff. But in those times, like, that I am up a couple pounds and really seriously need to, like, buckle down, first thing I do when I wake up is put on my sports bra. <laughs> um, yep. As soon as I get dressed in other clothes, it's like it may or may not happen. But when I'm in my workout clothes, it's so much easier to sneak out the door when I get a window. And, you know, it's, I don't know, it's crazy the difference that even that little thing makes for me. Yeah, well, and I tell people too, depending on, you know, what their life schedule is, I'm like, you don't get breakfast until you give me 10 minutes. <laughs> and that's a little motivator. They're like, ooh, okay. And, and you know, it's sometimes you procrastinate, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, gosh, I'm hungry. I'm getting hungry. I'm getting hungry. Then you go, okay, 10 minutes. That's all you got to do. Get your breakfast. Earn it. Earn that. And uh, it's amazing. Sometimes that works for people. So speaking of breakfast, obviously your son, Jake, he's super adorable. Um, I hear he's going to be a writer for Muscle and Fitness very soon at the rate he's going with all of his workout programs. Uh, But I would love to know what the relationship has been with food and him. And like, I've heard so many parents say, oh, I feed my kids, you know, like they'll only eat chicken nuggets and mac and cheese. And then I wind up eating that extra fish stick or I eat that extra, you know, chicken nugget. How, how have you, you know, overcome that with a child? Like what, what's changed about your diet? How do you get him to eat what you want? Honestly, not much has changed with my diet. Um, and the, the one rule that I have with Jake is we don't eat heavily processed foods. And I don't want to say never. Like a Cheez-It every once in a while sneaks into the movie theaters with us. Um, but that's, that's when I keep things like that for special times. So I'm not going to bring him a plate of broccoli to the movie theater. But <laughs> when our son eats dinner with us, he eats what we eat. And there's always something that he likes. And we just have a general rule that I, you know, I, I make him try it. And then if he genuinely doesn't like it, he has to eat part of it. And I'll section out that and I'll just, you know, we keep it very positive. And I'll say, I'm so glad that you tried that. Thank you. And then, you know, we'll find what he does like at dinner and we kind of bulk up on that. And then we always have our fallback where, you know, there's that piece of fruit before you go to bed, which I will put a little bit of peanut butter and honey on it, maybe a little cinnamon to make it special. Um, but you know, it's always healthy foods that are not processed and not chemicals. Um, I have a pretty strict rule with no fast food. Um, I just really don't want that to be a habit in his life, even though I know when he's a teenager that will find a way in. But right now, well, I still have control of that. I'm like, we do not (laughs) eat fast food at all. Zero. So, and then there's little things like, you know, macaroni and cheese. Of course, kids are going to have macaroni and cheese and things like that. So, we buy the rice, macaroni and cheese, and then I actually make it. You'll appreciate this. I make it with Greek yogurt. So, I'll ah. mix the, uh, the cheese sauce into Greek yogurt and then add a little bit of butter and a little bit of milk. And it makes a really creamy mixture. And then it's got the protein and the probiotics from the Greek yogurt. So, I'm always right. looking for little things like that to just kind of improve the kid food. Um, I make his own homemade chicken tenders, and trust me, they are not hard. They're just so simple. I just throw them in some egg whites and then roll them around in some uh, rich crackers or some breadcrumbs or panko crumbs. So there's, you know, there's just so many things that you can do to really just enforce those healthy habits. His lunch is made up of, you know, fruit, and we do bread. A lot of people now are like, oh, my gosh, bread. 
But I'm, you know, I'm a fan of bread, and we definitely include that into his meal plan, making in sandwiches. And sometimes he doesn't have. Sometimes I just roll up some turkey around some string cheese. You know, just teaching him to eat food in its real form, rather than going for those chemical quick grabs. You know, peanut butter crackers that are wrapped up in plastic, and and God forbid, even the school lunches. You know, we will do a hot lunch once or twice a week, which absolutely kills me because. Even though it's a healthy school district, there's always something. Like an example, and this is where parents really have to be aware, is, you know, they have um, brunch for lunch. So I thought, oh, perfect, French toast. That's no biggie. He comes home with a packet of the syrup that was in his lunch, first ingredient, oh. high fructose corn syrup. I, yeah. I mean, my skin crawled. I, it took everything in my power not to go over to school and just be like, are you kidding me right now? I mean, and it's, it's a sugar-free school zone. They're not even allowed to have cookies and junk in their lunchbox. But yes, oh, the wow, that they're really? serving them has, yeah, it's really cool. It's great. It's a great school district. But, you know, high fructose corn syrup, first ingredient, <laughs> you know. Wow. So there's, there's little things like that that you just can't protect your child from everything. And believe me, as a trainer, I want to go crazy, but you <laughs> can't. You know, you have to go everything in moderation. And I'm like, okay, so now we're going to scratch that off of the hot lunch list. And I'll make him his French toast. But, you know, it's really picking your battles and knowing that in moderation, nothing's going to kill them. But when they are in your hands, you've got to do the best you can to just give them food in its natural form and expose them to all kinds of different things and not be afraid to fight them a little bit on what they like and don't like. Because if they don't taste it now and they don't get exposed to it now, they're never going to eat it then, later. So Jake does eat vegetables, right? Oh, yes. He loves his vegetables. And, you know, I kind of give and take with that. He obviously doesn't like the arugula and the deep deep greens that Gunter and I like. So I give him romaine lettuce, and then I make a homemade ranch, which the recipe is on the app. Um, And I put that on his, and and he loves it. But And then I'll put some dried cranberries on there and some sunflower seeds and things. So it's really just about finding what he likes. Cool. Okay. Well, we um, we are about to go to break again, but tell everybody if they hadn't downloaded the app on the last break, uh, tell them where and how to get it. Yep. So it's in the Apple and the Android store, and it's called Bionic Body Fitness. And you'll see it's the the logo is a purple, or I mean, an orange B. Right. And don't be confused by Bionic Body Studio, which is also Kim, but that is her class schedule and things for her awesome rockin' gym. Exactly. Yes. Unless you plan on seeing me in the gym, it's an orange logo, not the gray one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, we're going to be back in a minute or so. So everybody get some squats in maybe in honor of Kim and uh, download the app and we'll be right back. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Aliens with Gaz is the program you're listening to. We are the Extraterrestrial Rock Show airing every Saturday afternoon on the VoiceAmerica.com Variety Channel. And we're going to play the rest of the Uli John Roth interview on our overtime. 
And I dig that because you're doing the, the Brady Bunch thing, aren't you? I am. Because <laughs> I have you, a, is that you're doing? a theremin app right. on my phone. So it's not, you know, a real theremin. If anybody knows the Brady Bunch, what I'm talking about. UFO! It's back! <laughs> Thank you, and keep watching the skies. That's every Saturday right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Have It All with Devin Alexander. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to fans at devinalexander.com. Now, back to Have It All. Hey, everyone. I'm here with Kim Lyons, who, as many of you know, is a trainer on Biggest Loser. She owns a gym. She's a mother. She's been on every TV show known to mankind, pretty much. She has a book. I mean, her bio was so long, like, I was afraid it was going to take the whole show. Uh, basically, Kim, as I said, she's a business owner, and I want to talk a little bit about that too, Kim, because, I mean, the show is obviously called Have It All, and at least looking at you, I mean, I'm sure you have struggles in your life and challenges and all of that, but it really does, you know, at least from the outside, you certainly have it all. And I'd love <laughs> to talk a little bit about what had you make the transition from, <laughs> dare I say, just TV, ha, ha, ha. Um, but being a rock star on television into being a business owner with multiple products in stores. And can you kind of give us that journey? Boy, yeah, you know, it's interesting because I always tell people, especially young aspiring entrepreneurs, that if you're doing what you're passionate about, then it doesn't really feel like work. With that said, it is. It's a ton it's work. of work. And I think one of my favorite quotes is, I'd rather work for myself 100 hours than for somebody else for 40 hours a week. Um, but, you know, it's, it's really an evolution of finding your passion and then being creative and finding all the different avenues. You know, I started in fitness competitions, which led me to fitness modeling when then I had a huge injury and I was like, okay, I can't compete anymore. So that led me to writing, which led to a book. And at the same time, I was still writing for the magazines and getting a ton of exposure there, which led to, you know, one of the casting directors saying, hey, you should try out for Biggest Loser. And I didn't know that I was walking into a room and signing up as number 758 um, <gasps> on the auditions list. It was ridiculous. And I was like, wow, okay, yeah, I feel special. <laughs> and, you know, and then that led to getting the job on season two, which led to actually not starting on season two, but them telling me that, I'm sorry, Jillian's coming back and we're not able to have you on the show this season. And, you know, I was, I was devastated and I thought, wow, I just got my dream job and lost it all in like two seconds. And then they called back season three and I had to re-audition with 50 of the top trainers ah. and then finally ended up getting on. And then that platform was just magical. It was something where now I wasn't doing anything different than I'd always done my whole life, but yet I was doing it in front of millions and millions of people. So that was a really cool platform. But then from there, you know, I, I, was, I would come up with ideas and I'm like, how can I continue to help people and do what I want to do on such a big platform? And then that kind of led to opening a fitness studio and, 
you know, just one thing just kind of led to another, but really it was just all passion. You know, it's just a passion-led project. And then obviously having a family was such a, a life changer and changed my perspective on what's important in life. And I did have to dial back a little bit on traveling and on work, 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 work. And it became more about, okay, now I'm a part of a bigger equation and I want to be, I want to be that perfect mom that has time to volunteer every once in a while in the school and be there for my son's, you know, karate lessons and, and things. So finding that balance is, is constantly a shuffle. You know, I think a lot of people try and find balance in life and maintain it. And there's no such thing. Every day is a new balancing game for me. And I like to get up about 15 minutes early and spend literally 15 minutes either sitting on the couch or laying in bed and just visualizing my day and trying to put all the pieces of the day together and visualizing it as the day that I want it to be. So that way it doesn't spiral out of control midday where I'm like, oh my gosh, I have so much to do and I haven't done this and I haven't done that and I don't feel good and I don't have any food with me and I'm hungry. Instead, that 15 minutes of going, okay, I have to be here at this time and here at this time and I'm not going to have time to eat in between. Okay, I'll grab that snack and throw it in my bag so that I'm prepared there. And just that, like for that 15 minutes of that balancing and visualizing makes all the difference in the world. And I try and instill that in people and I'm like, take that time for yourself. It's so simple. It's, it's, you know, it's a silly little thing that I do every day, but yet it makes all the difference in my entire week. Huh. And do you do that like while you're walking or something or what does that really look like? No, most of the time it's either in bed where I, you know, set my alarm and I, instead of snoozing and just going back to sleep, I'll literally lay there and be like, okay, what all do I have to do? And then other days I'll wake up and I'll just want to get out of bed and and have a cup of tea or I start my day also with a, a tablespoon of vinegar and a fresh squeeze of lemon and a little water in a shot glass. So a lot of times I'll get up in the morning and I'll do my little shot and then I will just sit on the couch and wait for the rest of the family to get up. Um, so it's, it's really, again, it just kind of depends. I don't have such a strict pattern that I, you know, I'm like, I have to sit in this spot on this pillow and do this. Um, it's very much of kind of how I feel in the morning. And then when you were starting to launch products and you were opening gyms, and I mean, I know that this is probably way more than, you know, the 15 minutes we have left, but what kind of led to that? How did you do it? If somebody does have an extreme passion for th- if something and does want to work the hundred hours. And it's funny that you said that because, you know, I'm the same way. It's like, I am so insanely passionate about this that I literally sit around figuring out how to take out 10 more calories or a half gram of saturated fat more or whatever. And, um, if I didn't love it, it would make me insane. But what, Like, how did you even know to go about, like, okay, I'm going to do products now. I'm going to do a gym now. Like, what was the evolution of that? Gosh, um, you know, it's really about just getting out there and asking for help. And I always come up with ideas, and then I just ask around. I'm like, hey, how do you do this? How do you do that? How do you do that? And you can't be afraid to ask people and show your weaknesses. You know, launching a product line and even the app is probably the most, clueless things. I I had no idea how to do any of that. And I literally just kept asking what I thought was really dumb questions. I'm like, I'm just going to ask everybody I know. And eventually one thing led to the next, which led to the next. And then I landed in the right hand. So, you know, I think a lot of people are afraid to ask questions and they feel stupid that they don't know things. And that's why I just go at it with people. And you'll even see when you, when you look at the video on the app, 
I'm a darn good trainer, but I know nothing about the app world. I'm not, I, I don't know, you know, this is my first try. And I'm not scared to tell people, hey, guys, I'm an awesome trainer. I can get, you know, the pounds off of anybody. I can put muscle on anybody. But I don't know how to do an app. I'm just, I'm new in this world. So let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like. Let me know what you need. And I think that honesty with people just lets them see you as being human. And, you know, you don't have to be good at everything. Know what you're good at and then learn what you're not good at. I completely agree. I find the times where I just admit, you know, sometimes people, especially with someone like you, will be like, oh, my God, you've done all this stuff and you're amazing. And, you know, because you are. Um, And then, I don't know, I think for a while that had me putting up those walls and be like, well, I don't want people to think I'm not amazing, Um, even though, you know, I didn't always think I was amazing. And then... Yeah, to just be like, you know what? I I mean, I literally go into, like, I do a lot of masterminds now and entrepreneur groups. And I mean, I've had a lot of entrepreneurs on the show. And that's one of the things it's like, I'll actually say, you know, I've worked for 20 years and I have like recipes like nobody else. And, you know, I've transformed people, but I need somebody to help me cash in on like the big picture because I, like you, I need to now move into that arena, to be honest, and come up with the products, come up with the way that I'm going to not be on a plane every weekend and, you know, be home with my daughter, especially as a single mom. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I always tell young entrepreneurs, too, when I speak to to colleges and things, I'm like, you just got to Google successful people's failures. And Ah. it is fascinating. You got to do it today. I mean, and you just can look at every successful name you know out there, you know, like Oprah Winfrey being told that she was not cut out for TV and that she'll never make it and being fired from her job. I bet that boss is biting his tongue, you know, and there's, you know, I think it's Henry Ford is another one that has a great story. There's just so many people out there that are incredibly successful and their failures are epic. And I remind myself that frequently, and I will go back to that Google search frequently because, trust me, I fall on my face so frequently it's not even funny. And people are like, Kim, you're so awesome. You're doing it all. I'm like, you guys have no idea how much I've failed in life. (laughs) But that's all part of the journey, and it makes you stronger. And, you know, I I, I won't go into it because I don't think we have a ton of time, but I have this thing called the bounce theory. And when I was uh, younger, I had an obsession with bouncy balls, and I recently found my bouncy ball. So my, my bouncy ball collection was in my parents' basement. And it's like I remembered so many stories of these bouncy balls, like the one that was all chomped up, and that was from the time I left a whole bunch of them in the, in the yard, and my dad mowed the yard. And, I mean, bouncy balls went flying everywhere, sliced. I got in so much trouble. Then there was a time I put them in the swimming pool, and they all ended up in the swimming pool filter. But there's something really cool about a bouncy ball in that the harder you throw it down, the higher it bounces. And mm-hmm. to me, that was like so representative of failure because it's like you, you just, the harder you fall, it seems like that the higher you can bounce back. And every single time you have a huge failure, and even I look at my failures, something amazing has come out of it. You know, for, for example, the time when I busted my Achilles tendon, I was favored to win the fitness competition that I was preparing for. And then I tore my Achilles tendon. I was completely out. Uh... But yet... That led to me writing, which led to me publishing a book. So, you know, there's so many things. And when I go through all my failures in life and I look at it and I'm like, it was meant to be. It was all part of the bigger picture. And, I, and you know, they, they always say that, you know, it's always windiest the closer that you get to the mountaintop. 
And it's true. You just got to keep going and know that success is there and you can get, you can reach it, but you can't quit when it gets hard and you can't quit when you think you fail because chances are there's something that's, there's, there's a reason for that failure. So, you know, it's like, it's, I hear so many people that, and it's even with weight loss, you know, it's like when it starts to get hard, people are like, oh, I can't do it. And I'm like, no, that's when your body is changing because it realizes it's struggling and it has to get stronger. So you can't quit at that point, you know? So there's just so many good things that come out of failure. And I think it's got such a negative, negative feeling around it. People think failing is bad. And I'm like, no, failure rocks, man. It's just going to mean something bigger and better on the other side. (laughs) You know, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, as you said, Google, I mean, I haven't actually Googled, you know, successful people's failures, but I have heard from so many entrepreneurs that it was those fails that led them to the next thing. And I know for me, it's the same thing. I mean, we were all told that we'd never, I actually, I just told my assistants yesterday, there's this woman who outright told me, she's like, you're too plain, you're too like something like, and you know, Food Network for years told me that I was too young. And I mean, it's, it's amazing. I was, we used to joke, I'm the only person in Hollywood at 30 who's too young to be on TV. It's like, I'm supposed to be washed up by then. And for whatever reason, I look young and act young. And, and so, yeah, you just have to keep going. And I mean, the hours I've logged on TV, it's just like, ha, they were not right. And that's what I wanted to do. And I I wanted to reach people. But we're, yep. we're getting to the end of the show. So I would love for you to tell people how they find you. I know we already told them about the app, but how they find you in general and then um, what else they should be downloading, looking for, et cetera, before we wrap really quickly. Yeah, you can just go to KimLyons.com. It's K-I-M-L-Y-O-N-S.com. And you can find everything you need there. Awesome. Well, Kim, as you know, I mean, I have adored you for years. I am now like, why don't we spend more time together? Um, but I'm so glad that everybody joined us for this. I'm so glad you were able to carve out time in your busy schedule, even though you're doing squats at the same time. Yay! <laughs> Actually, glue raises um, as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing what? Little glute raises to the back. Oh, see, there you go, everyone. Glute raises on the radio. I love it as I'm sitting here in my PJs. Um, And that's why she looks like she does. Anyway, have a great week, everyone. I I hope everyone has a fun, well, we're not quite at the holiday yet, but um, I hope everyone has a fun week. Thanks again, Kim. Go to KimLyons.com, download her Bionic Body Fitness app, and I will talk to you all next week. Have a great one. Thanks for listening to Have It All. Be sure to join Devin Alexander for another great show next Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Until we talk again, have a fit and fun week.